live. We're live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And yes, we have other people joining us tonight. I'm not going to call them guests anymore because they've, they've at least had more than three appearances, so they're, so they're like part of the furniture. We've got the, the most fertile m- member of the team. <laughs> she can't help but get, get breeding and stuff. Um with her having not just one baby, she has to do it extra special, and she has twins. By the end of the episode, she'll be having octuplets, trust us. Uh, we have the lovely Peach, or Sarah, as she is known in other areas of the interweb. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. And we have him, who, what can we call Cannot him tonight? Be named? The him man who should not be named? The, the, the man, the myth, the mystery, uh, the the daddy poo Ooh. himself, the uh, velour snatch, the velour snatch. <laughs> he never looks impressed. He always looks pissed <laughs> off. It's like he's just like the grumpiest bastard in the world. Just waiting to see what you're saying about us this week. Right. But yeah, hi everyone. Um, you you did say that we're not guests anymore, but what I didn't tell you before coming on is we might have a special guest. Oh dear. Ooh. Um. Well, Sinis is away. And he's such a beautiful person, and he hasn't been on for a few weeks. He's missed these trekking podcasts. And it's Tom Hanks night. We have got Good Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his blonde tips and his glasses. God bless. Oh, dear me. Well, he'll so, be joining us for the night. So you, so you ordered a Wilson, and you've basically tarnished the collector's item to, for that bit. So. Yes. <laughs> But he might join us a few times and whoa, whoa, whoa don't, don't go down there, good Wilson. <laughs> oh, bad, bad Wilson. Bad Wilson. Yes. Oh, Lee, that's brilliant. <laughs> I can't wait to see his reaction to it. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> He's probably frosted dead. tips and everything. The frosted tips of doom. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I've still got images of Goodwill lined up, have I still from last episode? I might have got. Oh, yes. Just in case you do miss him, there he's he's back. He's in. He loves the Goonies. He's still there, and he also is saying hi. Lee is the daddy. Salute, salute, to, <laughs> salute to Michael. So yes, we've got Goodwill there just to keep us uh, entertained. And hello to the chat. I see you, merry band of miscreants. Is is there Beth, Donna, Chris? Uh, the, now one of the popular ones. We've got a Rebecca uh, joining us as well. That's a very posh name. but yes so tonight's episode is a little bit of a special one um i did put in the description my personal opinion on the person that we are talking about and we'll get into that a bit later i don't know if sam wants to do her little bit before she does the disclaimer Mm. sorry i had a mouthful of juice there took by surprise (laughs) (laughs) um always a good question to start with like Mm -hmm. how you doing and what you've been watching well, <laughs> I've been watching stuff. Uh, nothing interesting, actually. Uh, no, me neither, actually. I, no, no. <laughs> I, I tell a lie. I tell a lie. Um, I have been watching a Nickelodeon show. So, yes, I right. have been watching a kids' show. It has been the remake, or the, uh, a, a, not a remake, sure, a, a more modern telling of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, now, they, these right. are a couple of years old, so they're not brand new. I think they come out just before COVID and stuff as well. Uh, the first season come out a few years before, but the second season, I didn't really realise it was the third season, but it was all about the Shadow Man 
And it has, actually is quite creepy, and the kids in it aren't annoying and quite likable. So well, that's uh, a, that's always a bonus, isn't it? It is, yes. So what kids about are, kids are crazy? Kids are. As Sarah's going to find out when she's got a house full of them, just make her own little <laughs> goonie there. Try. I know. I kind of, I kind of backtracked, and I was I like, it was a kids' party today. I know what the what a room full of them. Oh like. God, Sarah, you're a better person than I am. <laughs> so yes, yeah, couldn't so, do it. <laughs> so Sarah, what have you been watching? Well, this week I've been watching some Tom Hanks stuff. Right. Um, I'm not going to say what I've been watching yet. We'll just like come across <laughs> that as we go through today. Um, earlier in the week, though, I was carrying on my Star Trek marathon. Mm. Um, and I'm on, what, season four of Voyager now? So I've been watching a bit of that. Oh, You've been hey. smashing the Trek. Like I say, really? you're really yeah. doing well. Started, like, What's Michael three got four months ago or something? <laughs> That's yeah, it's, it's it's easy to put on in the background while I'm like doing stuff. So what you're saying is, because everyone calls me the cult leader, but basically Michael is the real cult oh leader because yeah. he's getting people into the trek and following along those lines type thing. Mm -hmm. I think Michael's deceiving us all. <laughs> Michael's taking power from like from the lower reaches. He definitely <laughs> goes for the lower reaches, doesn't he, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. <laughs> So, Lee, what have you been watching? Uh, well, apart from the ridiculous amount of Tom Hanks films, I did manage <laughs> to start Always Sunny in Philadelphia last night, uh, the new yeah! the new season. Mm -hmm. uh, was it season 16 or something? Yes. Oh, you're on the new one. We're still yet to yeah. watch that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. I, Is I it? forgot how much I loved it. The, I, loved, oh, not... I, I did love the bowling episode. The bowling episode this season is quite good. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I've just seen the first two episodes. All right, I'm going to spoil them all. I'm going to spoil them all for you now, so it's right. <laughs> you got something to look forward to. We get to watch them, but it's taken us ages. It took us ages to get through One Piece. Normally, like, we would blitz it. Mm -hmm. But just, I don't know what's wrong with us. We haven't even finished Ahsoka. I've got two episodes after that to go. And the, the two best episodes of anything that Star Wars has done in a long time. I generally was left open-mouthed and gobsmacked of how good uh, the last oh, two yeah. episodes were. So yes, well, I've got a busy week this week, recording wise. So likelihood is it'll probably be towards the end of the week. I'll get to watch them. Mm -hmm. I have not watched anything new. I've still got Big Bang on in the background, but I am part way through Mock and Jay. Right. Um, I'm fucking loving it. I just don't have a chance to because with there's been work in the ships, I have been. Mm -hmm. I've not had a chance to like read properly but i am back to my normal shifts thank <laughs> fuck so yeah not watching out new just been reading and had big bang on in the background for the 50 billionth time netflix is gonna ask if i'm all right soon <laughs> <laughs> no i'm trying to think there was a trying to, was there a netflix show i watched quite recently i can't remember wrestlers wrestlers yes that was very good but i think i talked about that the other week al snow is an absolute legend in that show like he actually um and apparently since the Netflix show the OVW has been doing really well. So they've been getting sell out oh, sell out good. shows, which which is great to hear. And like I want nothing but good things for Al Snow and everything along those lines as well. So Brilliant. yes. That's such good news. I do need to watch it. Um tell you what I do watch, which is ridiculous. I watch dash cam footage on YouTube. What's wrong of with you? cars? What's a matter with you? I have no idea. I actually am subscribed to a few channels and I have to keep updated. It's literally, it's me just getting angry at drivers. For, like, I, I do enough of that on my day-to-day -day driving. 
I, I know don't so need do to I. do it. I don't need to do it anywhere else. I don't understand where it comes from. There was one time about a year ago when that's all I watched was dash cam footage of cars. What's wrong with us? I don't know. It's a, it's, you're a strange person. I, I've got no comments or anything <laughs> to say about that, really. I think I it's really, best we really move am. on and talk about the subject that Lee has been obsessively con. I, I don't even know why, because, like, say, everyone's seen Tom Hanks movies and everyone has should have a good, like, say, a variety of films to talk about. But Lee, being the psychopath he is, has decided <laughs> to watch fucking every single one of his movies he could possibly fit in, in a two-week period. And he's done a lot of fucking movies. Well, I keep getting, like, oh, you, you've barely watched anything, Lee. Oh, you're the new Sam. So... I think finally I can just rub it in you guys this episode. Oh, you haven't seen this one. Take that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's I'm not saying I haven't seen them. I just haven't seen them this week. <laughs> oh, no, this could be a lot of I've not seen yeah. in this one for me, too. <laughs> um, I'll do the disclaimer. Mm -hmm. And then I actually have a question to ask straight off the bat. So, everything... My God, my mind's just gone blank. Oh, where am I at? Everything we discuss in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Discord, the face group, or the comments section, where we can have an open conversation. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom, so let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Well done there, Sammy. Thank you. I've got, I've got there in the end. What's the matter with this? Um... <laughs> And, I and to ask I, a... just before you ask mm -hmm. the question, just I noticed this in the chat and I've had to say it. Donna's asking the dash cam photos, does that include Doggan? Absolutely not. I did see that and right. I wasn't going to respond to her until later. No, <laughs> it's just cars. Oh, I'm weird. I know that's that. just Donna's dash cam footage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah Donna's dash cam footage, that's, it's a triple D. for So we're getting triple Ds for Donna's now. <laughs> and we've only just started. Yes. Um, so ask away. Sorry, Sammy. <laughs> no, it was just, it was out of curiosity more than anything because with us, with Monsters being Gary Oldman, I was looking at his filmography in great length and he has done 106 movies. Mm -hmm. Do we know how many movies Tom Hanks has done in his entirety? Come on, Lee, you'll have that figure. Um, he's IMDb, it has 90, 92, I think it is. But right. one of them's not out until later this year. Mm -hmm. And there's quite a few that are TV appearances as well. Yeah. Like H Happy Daisy showed up in that. Like that yeah, was one of his first ever things. Days. He beat the funds up, didn't he? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yes. So, um, my like another question that, like I say, I was going to ask before. How do? How much do you love Tom Hanks? <laughs> this much. <laughs> yeah. How can you not love Tom Hanks? I... He genuinely seems like a like really nice guy to like meet as well. Like mm. going off some of the stuff that you, um, that you see him do, like. Um, I don't know if you've seen like the the pictures of him when he uh, he got his picture taken mm -hmm. with a passed out fan. Yeah, in the <laughs> I remember that and, and things like that. And I've seen pictures of him crashing weddings and yes, things. he just genuinely seems like a canny bloke. No, I heard about the wedding story that he was just because it was I think he was just walking along a beach and they were having a wedding and so they like, saw him and he just basically started integrating himself into the actual yeah. uh, wedding and start taking photos with people and 
stayed and actually stayed through the full ceremony and everything, which just is amazing. He's just lovely. I listened to um, Nerdist back in the day, and one of that like they had big guests on, but this was fucking huge when they got Tom Hanks. Like at the time, you you don't think Tom Hanks is going to do something like that, like podcast wise, like because he's mm. if you you see him on chat shows, but it's very very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and he t- he just tells this beautiful story about you, you know he's a typewriter collector. Yeah. And he tells this beautiful story how he was try- he had to get rid of some to get more. Mm-hmm. And he saw he was um oh no he was buying that's right he was buying from this old lady who was like um she wrote him a handwritten letter saying mm-hmm. dear Mister Hanks I have this typewriter that I would love to sell to you um as I am trying to save money for my grandson to go off to college mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks being the nicest guy in the world went to her house. She showed him the typewriter, asked for a price, and she was like looking for a thousand dollars. And he was like, "Oh, that's not worth a thousand dollars. That's not even worth twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when she started telling him about a grandson, he went, "Here, you can have two. And you got two grand. Apparently, <laughs> though, um, funny enough, you're saying that about podcasts and stuff. To get Tom Hanks on a podcast, because I have been researching this, all you have to do is send him a really nice typewriter. Yeah, that's what Chris Hardwick did. He wrote a letter to him and said, Dear Mr. Hanks, we really appreciate and love if you could come on our podcast. And here is a typewriter to sweeten the deal. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a wrote a letter back on the typewriter that he mm-hmm. got sent saying, um, it was, how do you, th- do you think you can buy my love? You think you can buy my affection? Wow, this typewriter is really good. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <It was> just beautiful. <laughs> like started off like totally insulted. And by the mm-hmm. end of it, he was like, yeah, that's no problem. If you if you can find them, because um, Nerdist have thousands upon thousands of episodes now, and it is one of the very early ones, but I highly recommend and listen to the first episode he was ever on. It is such a sweet mm-hmm. episode. He talks about his career um, as a stat when he did television and goes into film and talks about his wife it's just it's really it's honestly it's lovely and wilson as well he talks about wilson a lot um because at the time there was a a football but did he talk about good wilson no he did he didn't oh (laughs) (laughs) um sorry no it was it was just kind of going down um a similar route to what you what you were saying there about podcasts um there's um have you heard of Good Mythical, um, Good Mythical Morning? Oh no. Um, it's it's like these two guys in America do do like a YouTube series and they do a video every day during the week. But they're, they're every day, don't give YouTube. people ideas, please. They're quite big <laughs> no, on the YouTube. I do enough. Series. This is all they do, though. They do, they don't have jobs anymore or anything like that. This right. is all they do. But they've got like um, there's a side couple of side projects they do as well and one of them is good mythical kitchen mm-hmm. um and they've got their own chef who goes away and he does like loads of random things but he started doing a series this mm-hmm. chef all right called last meals mm-hmm. and he gets people on to talk about what their ideal last meal would be yes. if they had a choice mm-hmm. and right. they got tom hanks on what um, was his last meal then Oh, it was all sorts. He had like, um, a, there was like a Greek buffet thing with like taro masalata and Greek salads and uh, an in and out burger. And um, yeah, he he's just going the full hog. Well. Yeah. Um, it sounds similar to a podcast my wife listened to called Off Menu. It's got Ed mm. Gambled on and um, oh, the ginger comedian that goes on stupid. Uh, I've forgotten his name now. But uh, they get like 
celebrities on um, and they ask them to do the perfect three-course meal and had mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd on and uh, they, they couldn't get a word in and all he was talking about was uh, a crystal vodka. skull vo- vodka for, for <laughs> half an hour <laughs> to the point where they had to do a disclaimer before we said, we're trying to interview uh, Dan Aykroyd, but this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, it, it was just a, it was like something different to hear Tom Hanks do because mm-hmm. it's um, the whole concept of it's like obviously your last meal before you die type of thing. So mm-hmm. they're asking him a lot of questions around around his uh, around what he expects death to be type oh, things. We're, and, we're not getting this to the Sammy oh, style. That's, of like, that's like right up my street. It, it was an it? interesting <laughs> conversation. Is, is, it is? is all I'm saying. It was like who would be your ideal uh, eulogizer at your at your funeral and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, you know, is there an afterlife? Things that they've discussed like that. And it's happy joy joy yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Happy joy, <laughs> joy stuff. It's, I always find it great about Tom Hanks because he has like. The perfect image doesn't he like him and rita wilson are like the perfect couple and he has the perfect image and then you've got colin hanks who's just the perfect kid and then you've got the other kid <laughs> and i can't think of his name off the top of my head but fuck me he is an absolute train wreck <laughs> you cannot believe he is related to them too but i know uh... he tried to be a rapper it was so funny he's so bad damn me but um I know we were talking beforehand as well because, like, these episodes that we're doing now, um, it, like people think we are planning this, but it doesn't actually work this way. Like with the Stephen King stuff, it kind of just happened. Like we were doing it, then we done Stand by Me together. Uh, we're doing mm-hmm. like say, like to me, one of, well, in my personal opinion, the greatest actor ever in Tom Hanks. I, yeah. I, I'll talk about my reasons why I think this, like, there's like going from the 80s to now, there's no actor or actress out there that has played so many different roles, done so many different genre films, and stayed so relevant to the point where people still, like, when they hear a Tom Hanks movie is coming out, they get excited. They don't even need to know what the film's about, just the name. Mm-hmm. And it's very rare that can someone can stay as relevant as that from the 80s to the 90s to the noughties to the 2010s to to now and it's just mind-blowing like the levels he does and the journey that he's been on and the talent he is and then going from tomorrow night's episode with monsters being the most chameleon actor and the most like say again he's the most versatile that's how i introduce him versatile versatile actor that's ever graced our screens and gary oldman which is Mm-hmm. I, when we do episodes like this, we I wish we were this clever. They just we're really <laughs> not. We're really not. But <laughs> we don't even do, like monsters. Is literally just before me and Dan go and say, right, what we're doing next week? Mm-hmm. Oh, that one. Yeah, that is literally it. There is no planning behind it whatsoever. Yeah, but with Tom Hanks, I it's one of those people like I don't give a fuck. Anyone says anything online, I actually get defensive. And angry when anyone tries to slay Tom Hanks for any reason, just simply. Who the be... fuck is out there slating Tom Who's Hanks? Doing that. So, arsehole, is that what? Like, so, yeah, I'm watching you. Anyone that does, goodness. yeah. Um, You'll get that. <laughs> so, because I know, like, say Lee and Sarah has been doing the research. I've watched yeah. one or two Tom Hanks movies, but my love, like say, as I've said, anything that Tom Hanks does, I generally get excited for and. Like watch the only one I haven't watched is basically the his new one. What's it called? the one swing at the old man? City? No, no, City. was oh. it the old man? Oh, a man called Otto. Man called Otto. Oh. Which I have oh, heard. I've seen, the, I've 
seen the clips of that on TikTok. I might as well have seen the whole fucking film. Stop you, Stop watching stuff on TikTok. Watch film, Sam. I'm telling you off now. <laughs> I, I watched it by mistake. Right, okay. By mistake. <laughs> well, so when I'd mentioned in the Discord about being on the Tom Hanks podcast, Donna <laughs> said, oh, you need to watch A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. It's uh-huh. such a nice film. Mm-hmm. And then a few nights later, Bex was saying, oh, I've had a really sad day. I just want to watch something really nice. And I was like, oh, I've just had the perfect suggestion. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember the name of the film, though, and I put A Man Called Otto on. Right. <gasps> oh, but, um, <laughs> it's not oh, a happy film, is it? That made he's, just, mm, he's just grumpy all the way through, <laughs> and then... Just it's it's really sad ending. It's a really so, sad ending. So, was just she was pretty pissed off. Yeah, she's saying don't do it in the chat. To be fair though, that, like Bex is in the chat. Does Bex get pissed off at you quite a lot, Lordly? I mean, I think everyone gets pissed off at me quite a lot. <laughs> so I don't blame her. So I know Sam gets pissed off at me as well. Well, like like um, Walton Matto and what, what was the other one called? Jack Lemon, like oh, grumpy old. Oh, grumpy old men. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I'll say Sam's the Jack Lemon because she's the funnier one and I'm the grumpier one. So I'll give her that. Give her that. I'll take Jack Lemon any day. Yes. So going back to like say because looking back at, at his filmography as well, um, but talking about our starting points, what was your first memory? Because I'd like it'll be hard to say. Tell me That's your first one. first film you remember seeing Tom Hanks in. But I remember um, the, straight away probably the easiest one to mention first one i ever saw was big and i from that moment i fell in love with like say like well i, I fell in love with the movie from start to finish it is one of the like if we were doing um ratings out of te- like five if we were doing like a review i would give it a lee score would get a five it, i don't think yeah. you can do anything different or change anything to make that any like better even though there is creepier themes through it about the like sleeping with Technically, uh, a fourteen-year-old boy, but still, uh, uh, that boy you wasn't coming. <laughs> Is that a good enough excuse, though, Sammy? I'm just trying. I'm, I am really. <laughs> if, if we're going to get into big, uh, what ending has everyone seen? Because there's yeah. urban, what's it called, uh, Mandela effects about this, right. and I remember a different ending from when I was a kid. What's What's the ending you remember? I remember him going back to school. Mm-hmm. And then he's sitting in his chair, and a new girl joins the class. That, and... That's not a Mandela. It's, the... it's, it's a deleted. It's yeah. a deleted scene. It's a deleted scene. There's actually evidence the, the, of that. The over woman there. made the wish on the Zoltar mm-hmm. um, to become a little girl, and she's joined the class. Yep. It, was... I mean, it makes no sense knew. because she'll be a child yeah, with no right. parents, living in a house all by herself. That's really fucking depressing. <laughs> but yeah, I. I've seen the scene. It it's it is true, but it was never released in the cinema. It was never released on VHS or DVD. I think it was like yeah, a Blu-ray I extra. I can't find it anywhere now. I've hmm? Not seen it since I saw it when I was maybe like seven or eight. Right, but it definitely does exist. I'll 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 be honest with you, Lee. It does does exist. You, you're not Good. making that one I, up there. It it does. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's loads of people that refuted online and say it's a Mandela effect, and it's like no, it's not. I'll I'll, I'll fight. I'll I'll fight them all. Um, so that that's my first like remembrance of of like the Tom Hanks. I'm going to a few different funny stories after that, but we'll start with that aspect. What about you, Sarah? Um, 
it's it's one of two. I can't remember which one I actually saw first, but I know I saw them kind of about the same time. It was either Turner and Hooch mm-hmm. or The Burbs. Right. So you went dark for your first movie with the boobs. Mm. I don't I don't think I personally sat down and made the decision to watch them. I think it was something my parents were watching because it was one of those mm-hmm. on TV movies at the time. Right, okay. So I just remember mm-hmm. that was one of the first two movies I saw with them in. So the burps is like say the like the ultimate gothic fantasy and <laughs> Turner Hooch killing dogs. So, <laughs> so Sammy's never Satan seen it. Satan is good. Satan is my pal. <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> what about you, Lee? I'm pretty sure it was Turner and Hooch. Mm. Um, I don't know if I'd seen anything before that, but we definitely had mm-hmm. one of those like a Panasonic videotapes that you would write everything on type thing. TV. <laughs> definitely had it on tape. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that would be the one. Right. Okay. Hmm. What were you? What were you, Sammy? Mine's a bit different. Um, I don't know if it's the first, but it's one of my first memories. Was Splash. Right. Mm. Okay. Generally thought it was a horror film. <laughs> Why did you think it was a horror? Fucking <laughs> woman is a mermaid. Like, and I remember seeing parts of it where she's in the bath, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck's going on here?" Um, yeah, I think it was Splash. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of movies I thought were horror back in the day. Like, right. I, Howard the Duck, I'm still convinced is a horror film. Um, you were a bit of a sensitive <laughs> child. <laughs> but yeah, Splash. I just, I have, I have such good memories of watching Splash. Mm-hmm. I just love Daryl Hannah so much. It was yeah. a hair. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted that mermaidy hair, and I was not blessed with. I was blessed with straight polka dot hair, and a lot of it, and mm-hmm. very heavy. I remember. And I would I, never get that. I remember watching Splash and probably saying the probably the, the nicest things I've ever said to me mom saying. Uh, if she like when she goes in the bath, does she turn into a mermaid? But because uh, that's how you know, stupid and like uh, like movie magic always blew me mind. Like these things. So for for a long time afterwards, I thought all women were mermaids. Uh, so I was just waiting to splash we, them. We are money. not. No, sadly, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's a secret that could come out there. <laughs> or are we? Yes, um, but I know we're going to talk about a lot of different movies. But I remember as a kid, and this is going to like say so wrong, because um, back then Tom Hanks was the like the TV like equivalent, like any type of uh, bank holiday or Sunday watching. His movies used to be on, uh, like say on the TV, and people used like parents used to feel safe watching it. Um, my mum and dad made the mistake of uh, getting a movie because it had Tom Hanks in and let me watch it. Uh, well, and they probably shouldn't have because I was very, very young to watch it. It's probably um, came out at the time, like the, there was raunchy uh, like comedies like Porky's and stuff like this. Has Have any of you seen Bachelor Party? And I knew you were going to see a Bachelor Party when you were seeing, oh, they made the mistake of getting this. <laughs> yeah. My God, how, how old were you? I was, un- I was under the age of 10, put it that way. <laughs> so yes i've never seen it it is uh, yes. a long time it it is one of the most like awkward things you could watch probably with a kid or with with your parents it is in essence tom hanks been a, um going off to his bachelor party but announcing that he was marrying his girlfriend and saying oh yeah to his all his mates saying we're going to get married in two weeks it's like wait there how quick how long does the marriage take proposal and then you've got her family basically hating Tom Hanks because he's basically one of the lads, very immature, just basically, he's basically me and Lee, to be fair. Um, all the types of jokes and comments. And then 
it goes through, does the go get holes in in this in the shoot in the film? They get um, uh, the parents go to a strip club and the mom starts pulling on someone who's called the Dick, and he's basically Nick, pulling, Nick the Dick, Nick, Nick the Dick. And <laughs> She's like, is, Nick is that the a footlong to the hot dog? And yeah. he's like, and then some. <laughs> yeah, and he's just pulling on his dick, and you're like, oh god. Um, and then to the point where not just boobs but full frontal nudity is in as well. So and it just gets it's like this is a Tom Hanks movie. But yes, <laughs> Bachelor Party was very much an uncomfortable thing for my uh for me watching back in the day. And I, I tried revisiting it. Was it uncomfortable for you or just uncomfortable for your parents? It was uncomfortable like... for my parents, but I remember how like like got to a stage and me it was like turning the telly off and saying, Nope, we can't watch this anymore. But I, my dad used to tell me to put my fingers in my ears for swear words and close my eyes. And I was like, what's mm-hmm. going on here? I'll do it. <laughs> but yes. Uh, Splash was a good one. But I didn't realise that Splash was only Tom Hanks' second movie that he made. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I've got his list here. He only did um, He Knows You're Alone before mm-hmm. that. I've never, never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, in his, yeah, he's in it second... for about five minutes. I didn't but watch didn't it, I just he... watched the Tom Hanks scene. <laughs> didn't he have like a long standing TV show before that? Before he He, he made did, um... I know when like when like when he first started out, he, he was very careful with the choices he made, like because he didn't want to get typecasted. He, that that was the, the mm-hmm. thing that Tom Hanks was always scared of is like being known as the silly man or known as uh like the jock or It's uh, a like... horror? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows you're alone as a horror. Mm-hmm. It's but... a slasher. I did not. Wow. Okay. You'll have Hello. to go back and watch it now, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just to save we for the five was... minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did a television show before he got into movies because mm-hmm. that's how he knows the Marshalls, Penny Marshall and um, a brother. Mm-hmm. But I can't see anything on his like. It's not. It just goes straight into his movies. I mean. It was definitely like happy days because mm-hmm. that's how he met Ron Howard mm-hmm. and Ron Howard did Splash mm-hmm. and was just like, oh, we'll get this guy in his class. Mm-hmm. Um, he did do something called Mazes and Monsters between He Knows You're Alone that. and Splash. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I had to turn yeah. it off. It was so I, bad. Um, yeah, that was one of the ones I actually watched um, before this because I'd never seen it before. Um, mm. You can definitely tell it's a very early 80s um, <laughs> Production values and stuff. Yeah, it, it um, looked like it was filmed on one of those old Game Boy cameras. Yeah, <laughs> oh, potato <laughs> camera. <laughs> so this is always going to be the hard question to ask as well. Which version of Tom Hanks is your favourite? Do you like comedy Tom Hanks? Do you like serious Tom uh, Hanks? Do you love? Do you like? So hard to say because mm-hmm. the range of them is different in every single one. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't even think I could give you a straight answer for that one. Well, I really couldn't. So I'll try and make it easier for you then. Which decade is your favourite Tom Hanks? Again, <laughs> so hard to say because there's there is a there's one at least one or two in each decade, probably even more mm-hmm. that stand out. Well, put it this way: from like say we'll go from the eighties. These are the big hitters: Splash, yeah, The Money Pit. Dragnet, mm-hmm. Big, The Burbs, Turner and Hooch. Like anyone who had just them film credits them alone, that would be enough to like say legendary status. You you wouldn't be able to like nobody would have a back catalogue as good of just the movies from the eighties. 
then it just gets better though. The nineties. It? It's is like it, it doesn't amazing. get worse. Yeah. It like in some people's careers, it goes from like brilliance <laughs> and the, then they just can never quite reach mm-hmm. what they had. And he just keeps taking that stepladder and going, fuck it, I'm just gonna keep on going up. Yeah. yeah. Um but then he like, doesn't have a year where it's a bad year for no, him. No, no, that that's a good point. But then you get like the savior year, shall we say? Well, it starts off with the rom coms, like you say. Uh, well, well, not the rom coms, like uh, still in comedy, a League of the Own, which isn't a Tom Hanks movie. It's more it's he's so the side, but, but it is a brilliant movie. Then you get Sleepless in, in Seattle. Then we get the big jump, the big brave, like going from like Tom Hanks being safe to get Philadelphia. Like, mm-hmm. I absolute... do want to talk about Philadelphia. We'll, we'll um, definitely will, like, because I know how mm-hmm. much you love that film. Uh, then we'll get like Forrest Gump, Apollo thirteen, and then, like, I say probably, like, I'll dare say it, Tom Hanks's biggest movie he ever made. He'll never surpass this, which is Toy Story. Yeah. Oh, I thought mm. you were going to say the Green Mile. I was like, no, yes, no, you no, are no. absolutely right. Toy Story can't <laughs> beat. Sorry. No, uh, you're you're right. You're right. It, it's it's not my favorite of his, mm-hmm. which my dad nearly took the side of my face off last night when I told him that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I I get it. Mm-hmm. You can't deny how big an oh. impact Toy Stories had. No, absolutely not. Changed animation, like after Toy Story, nothing was was never going to be the same. Like two yeah. D animation died when Toy Story was made. Sorry, mm. it, that's just facts. <laughs> uh, yeah. like, then we get, like, say, go back to like, a little smaller film, but still brilliant, That Thing You Do, which is one of the most catchiest oh, songs you'll ever hear. That is his film. It's not just him in it. Mm-hmm. That is his movie. Yeah. He wrote it. He mm-hmm. directed it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my fucking favourites. I made mm. Unfortunate not long ago. Oh, I've not seen that. Oh, it is so it, it, good. It is good. Very good. Uh, especially but he you, isn't actually in it that much. But when he's in, because again, you asked the question before, has Tom Hanks played a bad guy? I would say yes, he is the bad guy in that movie. He he's is a, not. Watch it. He is he's, a dodgy record producer. He he takes advantage of the kids. Of course he's, a, he's just a bad guy. Not a villain. <laughs> he's just a bad guy. He's just an asshole. He's the villain in the movie. Um, he's also, which nobody knew about, and because he deleted the scene out, he was a gay asshole in that movie. All right. He had a, a very handsome husband, and he decided to, the studio decided to cut that scene out, and he was fucking furious because he was like, "And there's no way in this world I'd ever pull a man like him." Mm. And he's a cutting it out, and no one's going to be able to see it because he was apparently beautiful. Interesting. So there you go. Interesting facts for you. Interesting facts. Sammy's coming back with the facts. It's, it's, it's ah <laughs> shit. What's she done? <laughs> What's the cat doing? Lamp over. Everything just lit up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But then, like I say, from that, you get Saving Private Ryan. You've got Mail, Toy Story 2, The Green Mile, which basically changed a lot of things and gave Stephen King a lot more success than he had been having for a long time. Yeah. And then we go into the 2000s with Castaway, which how hard that must have done. Just like have Tom Hanks... But- by himself. That's that. your that, that's your favorite one. That's your favorite oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, like, say, catch me as you can. The flop that was the Lady Killers. I'm sorry, the Lady Killers didn't work. Um, I didn't watch it. No. The, then the Brilliant Terminal, Polar Express. Like, I could just keep listing these movies off. Then not even talking about like the Da Vinci Code. Um, yeah. Like how crazy, like, say that franchise was. Even if you're not a fan of the books, he was even like, was he in Mamma Mia? I've never seen Mamma Mia. Oh, he wasn't. 
He's, no. he's credited. Oh, executive. Is sorry, he producer. He was exec- producer. Oh, yeah. Yes, sorry. Um, and then it gets like say a few of the weird ones, like Cloud Atlas, which was just bonkers. I'll be honest with you. I loved it. I've heard it's his batshit crazy to the point where you're like, fuck yeah, this is really good. <laughs> I think that's probably why I liked it. That's yes. also the one that I watched in prep for this. Is that the reincarnation one where yes. like yeah. the? <laughs> I, d- I haven't seen it, but uh, it's on my list. Certainly, oh. it looks good. But looking back, because I know we're just talking about the man and his movies, like because we could have easily uh, what would have been hard to do tonight would be a top five. Yeah. Uh, this would this would have been my general nightmare. I don't think I could have done this one. Mm-hmm. I probably would have just give up at a certain point because I would have just went, "Oh, I love this movie. Do I love this one more?" I, I it's like loving your cats. Which cat do you love more than the others? Type thing. You, you can't. At the moment, Beatrice, because she's not wrecking my living room. <laughs> you will have kittens, though. That's the thing. Uh, so, um, going nuts. so again, just to play devil's advocate as well, which ones would you say is your favourites? If you had a pick, we'll go with Lee first. I've done a top five just just in case. All right. Oh, so look at him. Look at look at what's he doing? Professionally prepared. I've got a whole spreadsheet here with every single film that he's oh, done. Oh my with, god! You and Dan would get on famously. She's a spreadsheet out. queen. <laughs> uh, number five: A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Right. Because oh wow, what okay. a film! It's it's so nice, and Can I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. sorry, Lee. Can I just ask? Because we're English, um, Mr. Rogers is not in. He's he's not a thing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find that hard to watch it, knowing that you don't know? You know, you know, you don't you don't have what the Americans have with Mr. Rogers, or was it just a really good watch? Oh, it, it was amazing. I I had no idea who Mr. Rogers was. I'd only ever mm-hmm. heard him mentioned in Demolition Man with right. yeah. Wesley Snipes. You know, you're like <laughs> an evil Mr. Rogers. That's the only mm-hmm. reference I'd heard to him in my life. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it's just. The whole film is just so nice from start to finish, mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks is Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. It like just everything he says kind of stays with you, and mm-hmm. I feel like I came out of the film a better person. <laughs> oh, does, so it your faith, does it reaffirm your faith in human in human nature? Yes. Bless. Are you so proud of him, Bex? He's, he's a better person of watching a movie now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's your number one. Uh, that no, was no. me number no. five. Number five. Sorry. Uh, number four. Seven Private Ryan. Okay. The, the, I'm not a war film person, mm-hmm. but my god, that film like makes you feel like you were there, and like the people walking around the beach, like picking mm-hmm. their arms up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that opening scene is horrific. I've got to be honest, I couldn't sit through the opening scene. I've never actually managed to watch all of. I don't blame you. Private Ryan. It's it's so it's so brutal. A yeah, lot, of, a lot um, of people walked out the cinema not because it was how brutal it was, it's because of how it was filmed that made them seasick. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. And stuff. Yeah, um, I get really bad motion sickness. Even watching Ants play Fortnite can turn me out, like to mm-hmm. make us physically sick. And um, but I just it's so real, mm-hmm. and it, it the anxiety is just built up straight away. But then it kind of like you mm-hmm. come back down. You're allowed to come back down again, so it's not constantly on that level of anxiety. I've got a funny story about Sim Brian. Brian, it involves like one of mine and Sammy's friends. <laughs> Which one? Um, Claire Davison. No, uh, I know it's not Davison now. Um, we're, we're one not... of my best friends. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, when when Sim Private Ryan came out, we were meant to have a date to go to the to the pictures. It's then Claire. Yep. 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 My Claire. Yep. I've been with a lot of women. Don't worry, Sam. It's fine. 
<laughs> well, we, we were teenagers oh back then. Um, so we were meant to have like a, a date, and um, I turned up at what at what time we thought I thought we were meeting her, and she didn't show up. So some of my friends walked past, so we went to the pictures to see Saving Private Ryan. Went to school on Monday. I was in in a huff, and turns out she was in a huff because she was there an hour later. So we got the times mixed up. <laughs> you fucking idiots! Yes. <laughs> so we so we rearranged for the weekend after, and we went to see ants, which wasn't as good, but yeah. <laughs> so yes, well, um, you learn something but, new every day. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Though. Like it um it makes you realize. All of the, all every other war film, it's always like, oh, here's the soldiers doing the thing. But then yeah. Tom Hanks is just a school teacher, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. That, that was the whole and thing. Through the it, men like who the were enlisted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just goes back to normal people instead of like the war, mm-hmm. which takes it away from being a war film. It humanizes um, it because yeah. you do just generally in war films think these guys signed up for this. This is their job. But natural mm-hmm. fact, these men were enlisted. Mm-hmm. They had no fucking choice. They had to leave their world behind. And it was lovely that they did actually like go into everyone. No, Not just him. It was everyone and what their life was outside of this. I'm going to ask a really important question there. Was Matt Damon worth it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have let, the minute I saw him, I'd have went... No, you're all right. Let's go, kids. We're off. I, I think least... with me, um, I, I find it difficult to sit and watch that one because I've heard a lot of people say that it was kind of like a lot more true to life than some of the other war movies that you've seen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, me personally, I've I've done tours of the beaches in France and the DJ beaches and mm-hmm. the museums around there. So kind mm-hmm. of like, um. I mean, they had an absolutely profound effect on me. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like scary the the, the shit that these young mm-hmm. men went through. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that. because of because of that mm-hmm. connection to like how real life the movie is mm-hmm. is what's kind of made me uncomfortable to watch it. Yeah, yeah of it's course. Like, of course oh my god, god what an awful you. thing to to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll to, complete... to go through. Mm-hmm. It'll completely sit with you. Mm-hmm. I love the fact in that movie that they, it could have been anyone, didn't have to mm-hmm. be him. It could have been absolutely anyone yeah. who needed to get back to their mom and they needed something to mm-hmm. to believe in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They no. needed to, it's like, it's like they almost knew that they were going to be okay, but mm-hmm. if they weren't, that was okay. Yeah. It was like they, they had like this such acceptance of life and death that it was mm-hmm. it's so beautiful to watch. I do mm-hmm. I do hold that film in high regard. I wouldn't go out my way to no. see if we were reviewing it. I would watch it for that. Yeah. But it's such a that just that opening scene alone just makes us think. Can I, like I like I can watch the most brutal horror movie and think nothing of it, but when you watch something that you know is mm-hmm. very real life. It's 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 a hard one to watch. Yeah, I probably would. I would probably I think, watch I think it on that's the... why I put it yeah. in my top five because it's it's so realistic. It's not even mm-hmm. like watching a film. It's a mm-hmm. cinematographic, well, cinematographic masterpiece, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. quite honestly, if it came on the big screen, I probably would go and see it. Then that's just probably the other yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would mm-hmm. go and, and see it on the big screen again, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't it, just watch it on the TV. Mm, no. If anything, it's worth watching it just to see Vin Diesel get shot. <laughs> the amount, Always of, a good the, point. <laughs> the amount of actors that's in that movie as well, and it, I did yeah, remember the... as well because this got made. We got the brilliant TV show Band of Brothers, so yeah. that kind of yeah. followed yeah. on yeah, as well. I, I did watch that. Mm. Which Tom Hanks is in that as well, mm-hmm. uncredited. 
Mm -hmm. he's the he's also like executive producer or director he's got something big to do with it yeah. like <laughs> big get it and um, <laughs> something to do with it um i never watched it it passed us by mm -hmm. it wasn't until like years later i'd even because i wasn't really a telly person back in the day so mm -hmm. if you know mm -hmm. if it wasn't on kerrang or scuzz i wasn't watching it um <laughs> but yeah i was that such a good choice was that number four number four and number three well, Cast away. away. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's only him by himself, but still, my God. It's like, an acting class, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> it holds um, your attention for the whole movie as well, though. You, yeah. And I love I it that. It to end. And I love it that, like, because all the way through, you want them to get back to Helen Hunt's character. Was Holly, Helen Hunt, wasn't it? Uh, I think, because I always get her and Holly Hunt, Holly, something mixed up. Helen is from Twister. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. And, Basically, you want to get back, and he gets back to her, but life moves on, and that was great mm -hmm. thing. It's like, yes, we thought you were dead, and it's sad, but it, it that acceptance and stuff was like nice because that that they could have done the whole uh, Harry Matt Sally ending where oh yes went back and love and thing, but life doesn't work like that. No. So after the shit that he's been through and surviving, which is amazing, and they've made a host of TV shows back on that, like I say, we wouldn't get Survivor or uh, mm -hmm. uh, Naked and Afraid if it wasn't for <laughs> Castaway type yeah. thing. But yeah, I, I love that movie. I I watched it once. I've only ever seen it the once with Anthony. I I loved it. The it just it was almost like he was he was living mm -hmm. in that living in that moment, but like living his life mm -hmm. and. I didn't want him to leave that experience because it just felt like that was the most authentic side of him was mm -hmm. when he was on that island mm -hmm. and when he was with Wilson. <laughs> and also one of the worst scenes I've ever seen with the skate and the tooth. <laughs> <gasps> just so disturbing. It well, says something when I can remember a movie of one watch years ago. So that it's, it's clearly stuck with us. Yeah. I love the... Like say the scene when Wilson disappears as well. That that Rum Ham <laughs> Rum Ham It's been the piss take out of it so much, but uh you yeah, it generally feels like your heart breaking when Wilson is just drifting away as well. Um see if I can find anything there as well. Bear with me. No, I don't think I'm gonna Sorry, I thought I was going to think, see if I can actually get the clip up, but because I, I, I didn't actually get any clips for today, I ran out of time. Sorry, um, I was going to say. Don't how... ever apologize. We can we can talk about the clips. Yeah. <laughs> we can give you a, we can give you a step by step I'm, guide of the clips. I'm sure we can recreate a few of them as well. Yes, oh, uh, we Lee, have Lee. Wilson, so Lee, Lee. Yeah. recreate on, the scene. Give you the put you on big screen there, Lee. No, <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. Put him on the spot now. Go on, recreate the Wilson getting away. I want to see the tears. Pretend Goodwill's driving away and leaving you. Goodwill. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Lee, you are such a good sport, my dad. I told him to fuck off. <laughs> That's why Lee Get is my new favorite. I'm doing some amazing puns tonight. <laughs> Pressure. But yes, so that was number three. Uh, mm -hmm. Number two, A League of Their Own. Very good. Yes, Lee! Like, I did not expect to like this film. It was like, I, I'm not a sports person. I don't watch sports. Mm -hmm. but... but you'll watch ladies play sports. But in a not but a creepy way, was, but in a good way. It wasn't even, fair, it wasn't Madonna even was that. Hot. It was just like, <laughs> I was looking through like all the list of things to watch. This came up and like I got to this film and it was like, my God, like, 
like I felt like an empowered woman by the end of it. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I love that, Lee. I I've made Anth watch this not long ago, and even he. I think we watched this, and then that thing you do straight afterwards, mm-hmm. and he just he. It was almost one of those moments where he was just about to leave and go on his computer and he just couldn't take his eyes off and then slowly crept back down into his <laughs> chair and he didn't move. <laughs> oh, what was the song, though, in uh, League this of the One? This used to be my playground. That one. This used to be my childhood dream. Oh, no, that's, that that, that's the thing you do, but the batters up one. That, that was a league of their own. Yeah, that's what I've just sang there. That was Madonna. Yeah, that Madonna. thing you do was doing that thing you do because we won't be happy. Can't you? I fucking hate that I know the lyrics to that. Apparently, <laughs> Madonna was horrible behind the scenes. That I doesn't surprise me in the She didn't want anything to do with anyone. I've heard uh, that on more than like, one occasion. They mm. were having long shoot days and mm. people were like performing and like I think Tom Hanks was doing like a puppet show or something. Mm-hmm. Uh they asked Madonna to sing some songs and she said no and just left. Yeah. So other people started dressing up as Madonna with like the cone boobs and stuff and singing her songs instead. The thing <laughs> is she what she needed to realise on that movie, she had bigger stars than her. Yeah. Gina Davis. The, yeah. Gina Davis, Laurie yeah. Penny, mm-hmm. um, Rosie. Rosie O'Donnell. Even mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell was bigger than her. Yeah. Tom fucking Hanks. Um. I've got the, got the, I've, I've, got, I've got the words up now. Better up, hear that oh, call. That one. The time has come for one and all to play ball. So, where the members hey. of the all American American team, team. We come, we come from, from cities near and far. We've got, got Canadians. Irish ones and Swedes. We're all for one, one one for one, we're all American. (laughs) So one of um, Tracy Reiner, who is the daughter of, help me out, Penny Marshall and Rob Reiner. Penny Marshall was Tom Hanks's, one of Tom Hanks's bestest friends, biggest Mm -hmm. co-worker, is the director of The League of Their Own. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Rob Reiner, who is huge star in himself, mm-hmm. um, but their daughter mm-hmm. is in a league of their own. She plays Betty Spaghetti. She has one of the most heartbreaking scenes yeah. in it. And every time that woman cries, no, I burst into tears. <laughs> it's just the feeling and the thought of like that happening as well, like in that type of environment. But yeah, um, it's it, it's a movie with that. Again, even as Lee said, you're not into sports stuff. You don't have to be. It's just got heart. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. It's got a proper heart and soul to it that you feel it, and um, I absolutely love that oh, movie Tom as well. Hanks isn't even in it for like the first half an no, hour. No, he's or not. He is. He's, he's just pissed. And then he's he's a favor <laughs> to Penny Marshall. Penny dick. Marshall is the director of Big as well. Mm-hmm. She is also, if you want to know who she is visually, she's in Laverne and Shirley. But we're not. That's more of an American thing. For us, mm-hmm. Porkus Porkus. Her and her brother is the devil, and the wife is Penny Marshall. Who comes down the stairs and screaming all hell? Mm-hmm. That is Penny Marshall. She is the director of Big and a League of Their Own. Very sadly missed. She was an, a, such a fucking talent. <laughs> I didn't know she was married to Rob Reiner though, which makes sense now that I know her daughter's name. Never mind. So Lee, what's your number one? Horace Gump. Like, how, oh. how can it not be? Mm-hmm. Yes. Fucking amazing. So me and Lee's gonna this... fall out because he hasn't picked a single eighties movie, so he can get fucked. No, Lee, you can say it, because that is um, right, that's I, a good I, 
I took Turner and Hooch out, and I took Bachelor Party out. Like I, I was writing them all down, and I had Bachelor to, Party's like, not a like good movie. I'm sorry, it's not a good movie. I'm not. Oh, it is. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's not. I, I feel like but Talia could have been the best movie. I mean, thank God it's not. But yeah. no. Um, Forrest Gump, what a fucking choice. Do you know who they were intended on having as Forrest Gump? Me. Oh. No. <laughs> John Goodman. Right. He okay. was the first choice. Because I mean, in the book, he yeah. is a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole inspirational story is because he's bigger. And he did all these amazing things and the run and everything. And it was going to be John Goodman. And he turned it down. Link, and that's uh, when they went in a different direction. Kelly's pointing out that Jenny's the villain in the film. <laughs> Jenny is yes. the villain. Fuck Jenny. Villains. Well, wasn't that? I think that, I think, I, I think that's the problem. What happened with Jenny? She got well. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I love. I honestly love Forrest Gump. We were talking about yeah. um, Tom Hanks movies last night when I was out, and this was the first one I couldn't not say Forrest Gump straight away. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. It's all, and people really don't like this movie. I think because it shows America in a certain light. Like, yes, that's what that's, Michaela said. Well, mm-hmm. that's always saying. Like, people always say, "Oh, it's, it's showing America as being revolutionary," or it shows the bad side of America as well. And um, it probably feels simple as an outsider looking in. It is an interesting take throughout their history, and like some of the big points as well. But I, I, I do love it. I and I can rewatch it and stuff as well. And I think Tom Hanks is absolutely brilliant, and I love, um, like I think it was the movies that made us. They done like the episode on, uh, Forrest Gump, and the things that they said mm. about this, how how close this movie came to not being made. Like literally, everyone thought yeah. it was going to bomb. Like the only two people that actually believed in it was uh, the director and Tom Hanks. Um, Who directed Forrest Gump? And was it Robert Zemeckis? It could have been. Oh yes, it is Zemeckis. Yes. Zemeckis. Um. But basically, Tom Hanks like foregoed his paycheck like at the start to basically finance the movie because they were they, they were going to pull out because after they do the stills like the the dallies or something like that, the first shots, the whole everyone in the back office and thing heard Tom Hanks's accent and went, "This is not going to work. This is absolutely ridiculous. People aren't going to be paying money to watch like Tom Hanks speak this way," and. By I think it was day two, the whole cast and crew were copying his accent. So the point the they were thing thinking, was, it wasn't even Tom oh. Hanks that put that accent into the movie. Mm-hmm. It was the kid, it was wasn't the it? Kid. Yeah. It was the kid because he was struggling to do a different accent. So mm-hmm. Tom Hanks just said, I'll match your accent instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's make it easy Mate for the kid. Jenny, yeah. Well, I'm mm-hmm. amazing again. Yeah. But, that, but that's the thing, though, because everyone was doing that and then it made it realize. And like, if you think about it, like a marketing type of process, you think this is going to be money. People's going to be talking about this. People are going to do the accents. That's just going to feed mm. in and move it across. And that was one of the big things I think. And I I love the little stupid things in it. Like uh, I got shot in the buttocks. Um, yeah, buttocks. Uh, Gary Sinise in this movie is fucking oh, sublime. Brilliant mm-hmm. in it. Mm. I, I have a lot of I have a lot of time for Gary Sinise, especially his, in his Dan. acting. <laughs> oh, Lieutenant Dan. But what's really <laughs> special about Tom Hanks, the little kid who plays him, went off to the Marines, I think. All right. Um, I think so. 
yeah and he when he came back for his passing out ceremony tom hanks was there to meet him mm-hmm. um he sent he always sends him his badges from wherever he is they have such a good relationship and all because of that one movie mm-hmm. which that kid would not have spent a lot of time on set they were yeah. getting his bits out of the way with mm-hmm. and he'd be gone and so that is just mm-hmm. so special that them two still have that connection years later mm-hmm. um i think robin wright for all yes jenny is you know technically we all love Robin Wright anyway yeah but I do love Robin Wright in this movie Mm -hmm. she's quite unrecognizable really when Mm -hmm. you look at other stuff that she's done Mm -hmm. she's a bit of a chameleon in this very much so but she's very much of her time Jenny is a character what did you feel about that they were going to plan on doing a sequel to this I don't Um, know I'm not there is sure a sequel to the book. Like there is a book. Yeah, there is yeah. a sequel yeah. to the book. Yeah, and they were going to to space. I think <laughs> there's a lot yes. of different aspects. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Space. I don't know if you went to space in the original in the book, and they just didn't put that bit in the movie. But, it but didn't Apollo was... thirteen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know that the the the, the sequel screenplay was mm-hmm. not done until two thousand and one, so it was a couple of years after. Mm-hmm. Um, based on what was a book called uh, Gump and Co. Yeah, that's what it was called Gump and Co. Yeah. So it was about him yeah. and his son. Um, it was supposed to be like him growing up and like having the adventures with Forrest and stuff. But mm-hmm. Tom Hanks was supposed to be involved with like making the sequel, but then it just never got off the ground. Well, wasn't that the most special part that he wasn't seeking adventures? The adventure just seeked him. Yeah. <laughs> like he he wasn't going out of his way to like run or you know do mm-hmm. the whole shrimp and shrimp thing or go running or go to vietnam it just all came to him mm-hmm. and that was the miraculous part about it is that he just for a kid who had an iq of 75 he still did all these amazing yeah. things well, um, it's such a homer simpson thing isn't it mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. be fair though mm-hmm. that, that's that's just life because look at the podcast where we've come and that, let's be honest i'm not the cleverest of blokes so literally i'm just looking at the the side bit of the of tonight's um setup and i just absolutely love that you've got that black and white still of him at the mm. bottom and then forest at the top that is beautiful that yeah. beautifully put together Thank you very much. I still have got an eye for detail, but that's uh, that thing when I was putting the design together, like looking for images, I didn't want anything too striking, but I thought the two yeah. contrasted quite nicely and, mm-hmm. and was quite nice to the eye as well. So, yeah. Um, I do believe episodes like this, especially with Tom Hanks as the subject matter, it's not just a let's mm-hmm. talk about his movies. It's essentially a love letter, right? Like to Tom Hanks, because we cannot not fair. say anything but bad about what he has done mm-hmm. in his career because of how brilliant he is well, if we start talking about the lady killers that might like go down but yeah <laughs> well i just skip that one out um, um i, I still remember when we done the kevin when we done the kevin smith episode it was very much the same type of fail yeah. um so so that's lee's top five i'm not going to ask sarah Excellent. i might do i dare ask sarah a top five i know <laughs> i don't have a top five prepped <laughs> that's probably not a bad thing sarah given that she's in what, when you've what's been your a top, top five plus yeah what's your number one i you know what um I, I find it very hard to choose especially with watching like re-watching the verbs recently yeah. but i i have gone with forrest gump as well right. because it's it's the one that i think i've probably watched the most out of all of his movies mm-hmm. and the one i remember the most of as well yeah um, if you had I mean, put, it's yeah, if, it's if, just if, such a memorable movie, and I mean, as you were saying, all the fantastical stories that Forrest went through, and mm-hmm. 
there's so many quotable elements of it. I mean, who doesn't know life is like a box of chocolates? Um, <laughs> who still doesn't yeah. use it as well? It and never, it, yeah. You never know yeah. what you're going to get. It's such, it's such a difficult film to describe to people, though. Like, if someone says, oh, what, what's this about? And it's like, um, <laughs> this, man oh, this guy, and he to... does he does things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Many things, a lot of things. But how clever was this movie mm -hmm. in its making when you've got Forrest sitting next to John Lennon? Mm -hmm. You've got Forrest shaking hands with presidents who are no longer either here. I don't even know which president it is. But That's yeah, Kennedy, like, I think it was. JFK little things it. like, have a yes, nap night. <laughs> the um the the little girl who the black little girl in America who was denied school to go mm. into the school and he just fucking picks her book up and hands it to her. Yeah. It's just it's just sheer brilliance. And mm. for a movie of its like of the nineties, you don't ex Te you, you wouldn't expect that amount of detail. Teaching yeah. Elvis how to dance. Yes. Yeah. Who was <laughs> and who played Elvis Kurt Russell? Kurt it was Russell, Kurt Russell. Was, was yeah. the voice, but he wasn't the actor. He wasn't the person. That's right. No. Kurt did play Elvis in another movie, and I can't remember. It kept coming up every time I tried to watch the mm -hmm. the new one, the Baz Luhrmann mm -hmm. Elvis. That the mm -hmm. Kurt Russell one kept coming up. That but I knew Tom he Hanks had is to also do in. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. That's <laughs> the Colonel. But um, the Colonel. He's also, Elvis has left the building as well. He's in that as an Elvis impersonator. Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks. I think he's got a thing for Elvis, mind you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Kelly's just said in the, uh, in the chat the soundtrack for this as well oh, is yeah. one of the best soundtracks up there as well. If you're going through, mm. especially if you oh, like like that type of music as well, um, going from like Vietnam, um, like for the swinging sixties to to the eighties and stuff like that, all yeah. the tracks in just fit perfectly, and it was such a nice feel, and. Again, it's not an easy watch. Like say, it's one of those movies where it does have uncomfortable tones, and mm -hmm. it's not scared to push the boundaries and stuff like that. Um, uh, showing the AIDS virus the way it did as well. Like a lot of films would have been scared to show that and show it as graphic as they did, and like how, uh, painful. Like say, the ending it wasn't a happy ending. Like fair enough, he it got wasn't. his son, but it wasn't like. A happy journey he got a lot of different things but yeah i do like it i, I wouldn't put it to be honest like say if you put a gun to me head and i'll be brave now i'm just going to go with the top five uh like say tom hanks films like just straight off the top of my head i'd probably just go big number one absolutely love it the burbs um dragnet just simply because it is so outlandishly funny and just outrageously good um the Green Mile, just because that film mm -hmm. will break you in so many different ways that you cannot even comprehend. Um, and then the last pick would always be the hard one, but I'd probably go back to the 80s just for the money pitch, just for how outlandishly yeah. and how stupid it is. So my top five has got four uh, 80s movies, so like, <laughs> it's about uh, uh, on point. But yeah, I, probably, I do love um, Forrest Gump, but I love Tom Hanks when he's being silly and, and zany and stuff more i guess for me and uh, what about you sam so if i had to make a list mm -hmm. it would be forrest gump not in any like particular order but mainly the last one's going to be my favorite forrest gump a league of their own a green mile um apollo 13 apollo 13 the one that i really love more than any and probably isn't my top wheelhouse because I even watched it the other day for no reason. 
just to watch it. And it's mm. one of the most depressing movies, not just a Tom Hanks movie, mm-hmm. but depressing and sad movies of all time is Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore this film so much. Tom Hanks made Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington made such a brave choice making this movie because this could have fucking killed them off. Yeah. It's scary how terrified he was um before making this movie because everyone who like agents everyone in hollywood said this is going to kill your career yeah this is a a career killer Mm -hmm. and everyone had a red cross next to them Mm -hmm. ready to write them off tell you what though fuck Mm -hmm. won an oscar for it so um and he well deserved it was brave it was um incredibly Mm-hmm. And the whole cast were absolutely fantastic. It is loosely based off a true story, mm-hmm. um, but it was it's it, the, the good punch. So you are riding this whole this whole thing. You're you're angry. If you are if you're a, as like minded as I am, you are angry. You are fucking raging that this could happen to him, and you are so angry throughout the trial that you forget that he is dying in mm-hmm. front of your eyes. And you can see the change of progression in him as the movie goes on. And the gut punch is right at the end. It's not even when he's in the hospital bed and he is on his, he's, you know, he's on his last days. And when Denzel puts the, finally touches him mm-hmm. and puts the mask on his face, not even then, it's mm-hmm. the videotapes of him growing up mm-hmm. fucking punches you in the stomach. Like, shit, he's gone. He's actually gone. And that's when it that's when it gets us. Um, and every time I sob my eyes out, I know what I'm I know what I'm in for when I'm going to watch it. I know exactly when when it's gonna happen, but I still sit and watch it because I just think it's such a powerful movie that has some fucking fantastic acting in it. Mm-hmm. Denzel, especially like mm-hmm. yeah, Tom Hanks is brilliant, but Denzel played was, you know, mm-hmm. on a tightrope as well. But that that's Loved the thing I, I think when with Tom Hanks, he was always uh, like not seen as laden man material, like for set for things. Like he was done for comedy, but you never saw him. Like after Philadelphia, he kind of broke through, and that's when mm-hmm. like the more interesting roles and things dominated. But as you said, the probably the bravest man in Hollywood to make that decision, especially going from comedy rom coms to fucking Philadelphia, like. You, mm-hmm. nobody makes that kind of like jump or progression unless uh, it was such it was... a scary subject mm-hmm. to be talking about in the first place and yeah. at that, that time that as scene well where he has to open his shirt in the courtroom for all his lesions mm-hmm. oh it's... and they think they can't see oh, them because uh, he tries horrible. to play off this you, you can't not, really not, not the lesions out. that are horrible it's like just like this poor guy the and vulnerability even, of it all. The, the woman uh, the woman lawyer mm-hmm. she um, hated herself for that Mm-hmm. Like she felt bad just doing it, mm-hmm. and I think the director said just like just put that in. Mm-hmm. So when she walks back, she's like, I can't remember what she says. She's like, oh, she says that, do that she says I absolutely hate this mm-hmm. or something along the lines like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's that one's uncomfortable because he tries to make out like, oh, it's just legions, you know, you can't really make them out, and he's like, all right, then I'll show you. And he exposes his chest to it, and you could, it's it's the vulnerability mm-hmm. of him sitting in that chair. Yeah. Um. I love his family. I love um Andy's family in that. The, I, I do love... find a bit of uh comedy in that film somewhere. Just uh the fact that behind the scenes, 
uh, Tom Hanks was told he had to lose like 30 pounds or something. Mm -hmm. And Denzel Washington was told he had to put weight on. So Tom Hanks is starving, and Denzel Washington's apparently just sitting next to him eating chocolate. <laughs> Smashing <laughs> burgers and that. Guy. Bless him. <laughs> Tell you what, though, I, I, like, like, just thinking, because as you said, with the risk and with, like, the subject matter is, that was made in 1993. Only, only like, say, just getting out the 80s, out of the AIDS crisis, and, like, what we what went through at that time. We're just... You're mm. just in it at mm. this point. You are literally the early 90s is when, just, I don't know, we'll never remember it, but the AIDS adverts were coming on the telly, you mm. know, the big A. Um, mm. But yeah, it was like late 80s, early 90s and the 90s, it was it was rife. Um, mm. The problem is with the AIDS epidemic, you'll never, you'll never know the true figure mm. of how many people died no. because they covered it up. Mm -hmm. Family members covered up and said it was cancer. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only reason I was aware of it at all was because of Freddie Mercury yeah. two years before the movie. Mm -hmm. That was the only yeah. reason I knew what this movie was about, really. No, definitely. And for him to go for it and, like, say, stick the landing as well. So I'm glad like, it showed what he did because he could have been st staying in the Harry McSally realm for a lot of years after because he, he was um, like hitting on like the romantic comedy where people love to see him in that type of movie as well um but yeah like i'll always give him give the jews i know how much you love this movie as well like when we've talked about it like previously uh something that you've always like harped on people don't understand why because of the subject matter but mm -hmm. it's like then you're not watching the true story of it then if that's if if all you can take away is just the subject matter then you're not looking at the friendship side the the fact that a man who is complete who who should know better when it mm. comes down to intolerance still can't tolerate what he's having to work with until he starts to get to know it. It's such a brilliant movie and such a great acting experience to watch them too. I have a lot of time for Denzel as well, probably more than what I, I think I do. Mm -hmm. um, and it all stems from Philadelphia. Now, here's a question for you as well. Take away Philadelphia as the most shocking performance, that like surprising performance that Tom mm -hmm. Hanks did. What other movie uh, performance or role that Tom Hanks did surprised you out of mm. out of the most? Like what you weren't expecting to see. So I'll oh. go. I'll go. Mm. I'll go with Lee with him being the. The, 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 list, yeah. the, the big uh, spreadsheet guy there. <laughs> I'll have to have a think. I know it's a pretty pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's there's a few where it's like, oh, I didn't expect that. Like, uh, the terminal where he's mm. like the I can't remember where he's from. Like, it's somewhere Russian. Um, it was, it was in the Baltic area, area, shall we say? Uh, I think. <laughs> but yeah, it's a that, true that story, though. That's a true he story. He would get he would get people know. coming up to mm. him and going, "Mr. Hanks, Mr. Hanks, I'm Terminal too," <laughs> and just walk away from them. Yeah, but. That's a true story, the terminal. Someone actually did that. I didn't realise it was a true story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was based on someone went like was on holiday and flew like in the airport and they wouldn't let them tr transport because the the country had uh, basically been took over and like didn't exist anymore. So he was like stuck. Um, and, like, I've say, never actually seen the terminal. It's it it's it, it, in theory it sounds awful, but mm -hmm. it's one of the most heartfelt and like 
very much on the same wavelength as Bobby's, uh, and uh, a wonderful uh, a, a day in the neighborhood that the Mr. Robinson story, right. yeah, um, like a, like a feel goody kind of. Very much so. It's like just a hard working bloke going through everything as well. Um, but yeah, the terminal's an interesting one. I I I wasn't expecting to like that as much as I did as well. And Catherine Zeta Jones is good in it as well. Yeah, Hi, Catherine Zeta Jones. Mm-hmm. I have very little opinion on her. Mm-hmm. It's such a hard one. But I'm gonna have to say the one that really got me in the go- in the face was a Green Mile. Right. Okay. Mm. But was that surprising not... though, or just no, because of? Like it, I don't know. It, that's it's such a but... ah, that's such a hard question. Mm-hmm. No, it's I'm... not surprising. <laughs> I'm gonna have to um, honestly, the the things that Kelly said in chat at the minute, she's I'm taking words out of her mouth and she's taking words out of mine. I actually agree with her on that one. Said. Him accepting the role of a cowboy doll, <laughs> yeah. because he's, because he's like, from his history, he's used to being in front of the camera. I don't know if it was his first mm-hmm. voiceover work, yeah, um, for for a movie, but it was certainly like one of the ones that mm-hmm. it exploded I... him yeah. in for a new generation. It I'd... took him to heights that he probably would. It took him to a yeah. new audience that he probably never thought he would it... ever reach. Yeah, let's get I mean, this one out. Let's, about... let's get this one out. It took him to infinity right. and beyond. There we go. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you think about it, can, can you imagine like um, like pitching this to Tom Hanks? Oh, I want you to play this little cowboy doll that comes to life when kids aren't around and they like go on this adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but you're not going to be in the movie. We just want your voice. I don't think Actually, anyone else could have played it though. Now watching Toy Story back, I don't think. Oh, I... watching it back, mm. I agree with you. But I'm thinking more at the time when you're pitching mm. it to Tom Hanks. Yeah, getting him to do it, and like say they must have paid yeah. him some money as well. Kelly's um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I had to do it. It was it was there. Um, but no, can I, can I change my mind? Wrote a petition. I, I completely Fuck forgot off. about that one. I, you just took the words out of my mouth, Lee. Just, <laughs> I've never just, actually seen it. It's a comic. It's essentially Tom Tom Wick. <laughs> it Tom is, Wick. It is Tom it's, Wick. It's just Tom Hanks versus the mob. It's brilliant. It's actually based on a comic, but it has Paul Newman in as well, and he's absolutely brilliant. It was one of Paul Newman's last roles before he passed, I, I believe. Um, oh. I, I didn't even recognize Paul Newman until the credits came up at the end. Mm. <laughs> it's brilliant. Just it, it, it plays the angel of death, a hitman for the mob, who um, witnesses something, and Daniel Craig's the bad guy. Um, he's Paul Newman's son, so they make a deal, and then they're going to take Tom Hanks's character out and they kill his wife. So he's left with his kid and his and his son, and he's never bonded with his son because he's a like stone world killer. And Tom Hanks, as a murderous like man, like very emotionless, but also teaching his son basic how to drive, how to mm-hmm. uh, how to basically be a man. And like his son's only twelve, but as Lee said, it's the most un Tom Hanks role you'll ever see because he's not laughing. He's very serious and he's very scary in it in, at times as well because he's a man with no morals desperate at the same time as well yeah not, I, would, not I think we tom hanks mm-hmm. jude law mm-hmm. plays pretty much the same role as tom hanks in that maybe mm-hmm. he's even a little bit darker mm-hmm. and that's weird for jude law because jude law is always like this really nice guy in films as well mm-hmm. as far as i can think 
Uh, yeah, because Jude Law's been uh, a, like a killer as well, where he takes photographs of the of victims and uh, he's taking a, a photograph of this death scene that one person's like waking up and alive and all he does is walk over instead of helping them, puts a handkerchief over his face to smother them. And it's done in such, in the non-aggressive but most violent way. And it's it's a, like it's one of those sleeper hits that miss, like passes you by, but I would certainly recommend it. it used to, it was like as I said, it's a comic. It's based on a graphic novel. Yeah, I knew that. It, I think that's what it what caught Ant's attention was when it came. But we never got round to watching it. It's like the road. Is it the road with Ben Vigo Mortensen? Oh, that was another one that sat on our that sat on our list, and we never watched it. And the the both sat together. Sorry, I'm having to use a laser pen to keep my cats away from some fucking wires at the biting. But yeah, if you were going to watch the road, you'd probably be the most depressed person for at least a week afterwards. It's not a happy tale. Um, it was it was just I always remember that the road petition and the road sitting two DVDs would just sit near the DVD player. Mm-hmm. So we and we never got round to watching them. So, um, because it's been mentioned a few times now, and like with it being Sarah's pick, like is unusual. Like mm. the whole, like what we got before, like in animation wise, and then what we got after, like how much Toy Story changed the game, not just because of the look, but I think it's down to the two actors who are in it, like Tim Allen and Tom Hanks, like what they have brought to the role and their personality as well. Like, I can't believe, like, like, every time we get, like, an end to Toy Story, I think they can't do that better. And again, I know me and Sam will have an argument here. She loves Toy Story 4. I think... It's okay, but it shouldn't have ended. Uh, it should have ended after three because Toy Story three was yeah. Literally then the... you wouldn't have Toy Story four. Toy Story four was just the best. Well, Even Michaela was like, "Why, why Toy Story four? And I was like, "Fucking love it." I could get away with not watching the first three and be fine with that, but take Toy Story four away from us. I'll be fucking furious. I have never laughed so much at a Toy Story movie to where I was in pain. It's so funny. I love that though about you though. So again, I would never like <laughs> dish your thing, but the fact that you do love it that much, mm-hmm. uh, Ray like... just felt like yeah. an emotional ride towards the end. Mm-hmm. And if four K, if I watched four first, I think I would have been fine. And then, yeah. but but it's just it felt like the end, and it was like my childhood was leaving with that film. <laughs> and then for it to come back again, it was like, oh, I have you, to do we, this we, again. You... Were you? Were you I on said the... bye. <laughs> I've, said, I've already done this once. Yeah. Why? And have you heard the rumours now as well? I'm back. Getting Toy Story 5 soon. Yes. <laughs> if Duke Booms in it, we're all good. We're there. I'm there. <laughs> but, honestly, I've, I'm, I, I like the Toy Story movies. You, you'd mm. be a fucking. You'd be lying if you said you didn't. But I don't have such an affinity like what Paul does with them, mm-hmm. um, and what my dad, my dad loves them, mm-hmm. um, but. When I never got three, I never understood why everyone fucking broke their hearts over three. I must have been the most coldest person in the room watching number three because I just sat That's there well, motionless. Well, to be fair, three had two moments that don't deserve to be in a, a kid's movie at all. Um, just because oh, how crazy it is the the holding the hands going towards the furnace? I was because like that that was for us. That wasn't for kids. Kids aren't going to yeah. understand that. We were like, yeah. I was like, oh shit. And then when Andy plays with the toys for the last time and you see the toys on the d- doorstep, like as 
Andy's driving away. That's been recreated so many times now for any kids that do the first year at school. Photos on Facebook. I don't know if you've seen that, like them yeah, doing that, where, yeah. where they put all the Toy Story toys waiting and wave the kid off to school, Waving which is goodbye. Yeah, I love, I love that. The kind of, oh, Sarah, I love you to do that with your children. <laughs> which all, all seven hundred so. of them. Because <laughs> I'm not having it's a child for that reason. Numbers getting larger by the by the minute. I told you, you'd be having octuplets by the end of it. I'm not. <laughs> so, what's your favourite one, Sammy? Yeah. So four's your favorite one. Love mm. it. Like it, I'm not joking. I remember when it came out. I watched it. I went to the cinema to see it with Carolyn, and the minute I got home, I was like, "Anthony, we need to find a fucking copy of this. Need to watch it like right now." And I was, and then I was like, "Dad, I found a copy. I'm coming down. We're gonna watch it." <laughs> um. So which is your favorite bad, like bad guy in Toy Story though? Because like all the bad guys are good. Because you get oh, I do like oh, no. Kelsey Grammer, the, mm-hmm. his character. He was good. Yeah, was he Stinky Pete or something like that? Was it called Pistol? No, it wasn't Pete. Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete. Because you had Stinky Pete, then you had what was it? Uh, Stew? Was it? Wasn't Stew? Sid. Sid from Sid, the first Sid's one. My favorite one. Have you seen they've released a Sid doll for the hundred year yeah, anniversary of Disney? <laughs> Yeah, he's also a character in the Oogie Boogie now. He was, I think he came out last year. Mm -hmm. So he's now a character in the Oogie Boogie. But I'm laughing at Kelly saying that I've got a heart. You've basically got no heart, Sammy. (laughs) (laughs) But then Donna's right. If it was a cat or dog, I'd be in fucking hysterics. But to be fair, though, you can't get any better than the bad guy in in three. He's watching. So it's three yours, Paul. Um. No, number one will always be my favourite, just because yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've never seen anything that like that. And even if you made it like two D or live action, I think uh, the story wise is better than any movie that we had. Uh, like the like going before, going after. Like, I genuinely think like story wise, it's one of the best stories that Disney has done. Even though it was Pixar technically type thing um but three is probably the one on that's more my... emotional sorry I've what full-on brawl going down by my feet by the way <laughs> it's, it's like reenacting a scene from the fucking lion king <laughs> it's fine lots was watching as well so watching them what's yours sarah number one. Oh, one, yeah yeah just because definitely well, yeah it's, oh, it's like you said it was, it was something <laughs> it was something completely new at the time really mm-hmm I don't think it all up. Yeah, because like say, if you don't get Toy Story, you would you wouldn't have Monsters Inc. You wouldn't have like Tangled. Um, probably a different version of Tangled type thing. You wouldn't have Frozen. So Michaela would be upset. Um, sorry, I'm sure Toy Story Two is the uh the one that's made the most money though. Is it? Yeah, that which is weird because because the first one had to you you. The first, with the first one, not everyone would have went to see it because everyone would have been like, "What the fuck's not?" Mm-hmm. Then you know, then you get the end, like the the stragglers who come in, and then the second one's like, "Boom!" Yeah, so I get, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's his second highest earning movie after Forrest Gump. I think he's okay. got some coin mine, hasn't he? <laughs> it doesn't have to work put it that way, but uh... <laughs> yeah. But I love the the merchandise for Toy Story as well, like the things that you could get. Like I've yeah. got like my rooms covered. I've got like uh, Slinky. I've got RC down there. I've got the original, the original, not 
the remake uh, which kept the boxes for for these ones uh buzz and woody like the first uh go around when they came out and uh, when they were absolutely impossible people were fighting over the toys at in the disney I store did wanna, yeah i did want to buzz and i'm talking when the movie first came out buzz was the toy of christmas mm-hmm. and i remember watching gmtv and i was like dad You've got to check the shops to see which. And he's like, "You're a fucking teenager. You don't get one." <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, but our I mean, dad does have a slinky dog. Mm-hmm. So when you go in my mum and dad's bedroom, because my mum's a minimalist, mm-hmm. so there's fuck all in our room apart from she has pictures and that all over it. Mm-hmm. But she has a bagpuss teddy bear and a slinky dog mm-hmm. sit on top of our wardrobe. I would and only the slinky dogs. My dad's. I, I was good. I didn't get a bullseye. I know bullseyes come out, but he's all soft. But I'd rather I want the the harder, the like the plastic bullseye. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've seen Stinky Pete as, around as well, but I, I'd say I'll, I'll probably look to Pete. pick him. Um, but yes, I don't know how old everyone was when this uh, when Toy Story came old. out. So this might be as <laughs> I, I, I thought this is a silly question, but did anybody else leave the toys in the room? Walk out the bedroom and then quickly run back in just in case they were moving. <laughs> to be or fair, I, I used to have that type of imagination when I was a kid anyway. So I used yeah, to think me too. I used to, they like, came everywhere with us. Um, um, I'm trying to think how old would I have been? What, what year was it? 95. I, I, I didn't have any oh, toys at the time. Man. 13. Yeah, I was 13, 14. Yeah. 14, yeah. yeah. So probably not. My sister might have. You've probably got them now. You've probably got them now. If, like, say, with Michaela had them, so you probably like in the box somewhere. You probably. Yeah. Gee, that's Sally. <laughs> I still haven't brought that up to her. I'm fucking devastated. It's open. I'm still gonna steal that. <laughs> um. So, like, say, talking about Toy Story though, as well. Like, one of my personal favorites is the Burbs. I have. I do watch the Burbs probably uh, oh, once a year. Once well. a year. Yeah. I. This was probably where I got into like a, 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 a lot of people is gateway into horror as well because there's a very spooky element and very creepy as well. Um, I know, like, say, if we talk about sequels like Toy Story, but not many of Tom Hanks' movies where he does get sequels or do sequels. But I would love now, I would be like, and people probably say, Oh, no, you can't do a sequel or I can't do. I would love a TV show or a sequel to The Burbs, like just in that world. It doesn't have to be yeah. Tom Hanks in them or Corey Feldman. Yeah, it doesn't like, have to I, be I, that family. Because bring Corey Feldman sure. back now. That would be hilarious. Seeing him dressed up as Michael Jackson um, with his the sixteen wives. Part of it is, if the because <laughs> the majority of the cast have passed away, sadly, mm-hmm. um, it would be nice to be on that street mm-hmm. with different families. But still have Corey Feldman sitting on the porch, even as an old yeah. man. He just never moved. That would be hilarious. Just tell him the story. I have finished painting the house. Yeah. <laughs> Did he even get a script for that film? Because I feel like they just went, oh, he Corey just, just hang around with them. Yeah. It was just Corey Feldman all the way through. Yeah. There was nothing, there was no a great deal of acting on there, was there? I absolutely love his friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't think of what he, he died shortly after mm-hmm. um, the Burbs. What was his oh, name? Corey Hame. No, no, no. The, the, in the Burbs. The chubby. The, uh, I can't remember his name, name now. Oh, I'm gonna oh, find right. it because he's so good and he deserves to have his name said out loud. Um, got Bruce Dern's in it as well. I forgot about that. Art. Oh, how am I gonna? Rick, Rick Dunham. Rick Dunham. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. He know. Mm. He got Rick Dunham died in 2015. Right. What the hell? 
Sam killing people off early, doing a dinner. I know. Uh, <laughs> Kennedy thought he died shortly after the burps, but he, he does say my favourite line. Eat your shit. Was that the line? What are you doing? <laughs> Still waiting um, for the line. <laughs> Satan is good. Satan is my pal. <laughs> when they're trying to convince themselves that the, if you turn the this record round the wrong way, that's what you're going to get, and clearly it's fucking not. Um, I do love it when the pair of them do the whole trope of screaming, mm-hmm. and the camera like zooms in and out when they go, Walter! There's a very, yeah! a very evil dead aspect, but... um. Because back then we weren't getting many twist endings or like little things. It was normally as you played out, and all the way through it was like leading in these people are killers, and it was so you thought the ending was going to be that they're not. It's just the these the straight is crazy, and with them turning out to actually have not killed the Corpex, uh, not killed their uh, Walter, but killed the Corpex who lived there yeah. before. I thought that that blew my mind as a kid when I watched it. I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" Um, yeah. and Tom Hanks's character through it, and it had the amazing Carrie Fisher in as well. Yeah, Carrie yeah. Fisher played his wife. This was Carrie trying to break away from the Star Wars world. This was her trying. This was when she did when Harry met Sally and um, drop dead Fred. Mm-hmm. She was trying to move mm-hmm. away from that side and try something different because she was any anything that she was getting offered was to do with Star Wars. I swear to God, this cat's doing my tits in. So I wasn't too impressed with uh, Carrie Fisher in that film, mainly. Just the end, what? the end when he's like, he's just came out the house and he's been he's been blown up basically. He's covered in bandages. His clothes are ripped to shreds. He's covered in burns and just she goes, ah oh, no, what have they done to you? And that's it. It's not like holy what shit. What to the be fa- fuck to, happened to you? <laughs> to be fair though, the probably did get divorced like three days after that. Uh, that what happened in the street because there's no way was that a, a functioning relationship that was staying together because uh, they, they weren't happy <laughs> Tom Hanks what wasn't happy and... watching they were very much in love no no because Tom Hanks was like going through depression that's why the whole thing I think so it was very much I, I blame Carrie Fisher's character for all of that so... <laughs> well, his, his character was going through depression yeah that, oh, like, right. that's it because he didn't want to go to the lake he was going I just want to stay at home I just want to wake off work and then it turns into how, like, see, a week turned into a month, and he probably never went back to work, and he's probably dead now. Yeah. Oh my God! You just killed him off <laughs> in a second. Um, Bruce Dern is fantastic in this movie as well. That mm. military-style guy who just never quite left whatever cadet system that he was in because he's never seen war. Yeah. Like, and he's never been like in the army or anything. He's just like a cadet or something. Um, I absolutely, I love his wife as well. Mm. I think she was fantastic. Um, but this is a film that came to me quite late. Mm-hmm. It was only a few years ago. Anthony produced this tour, and it was it was just one of those that just it literally did pass us by. It was always on Channel Four, mm-hmm. um, and I just never never went out my way to watch it until Anthony made us, and he was like, "I see, but you're glad you watched it now, but you kicked me so you didn't see it before." Like he always fucking does. Um, but yeah, I really I love the burbs. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be coming back on soon because it's I always watch it around Halloween. Yeah, I think I, I don't think it's as controversial as it is now as it was back then. Um, like he did do a big uh, probably wouldn't say a risk, but he did take on something that a lot of shit would have well he did get a lot of shit for was um the Da Vinci Code and the Dan Brown stuff um like. Like some very hit and miss. Some movies I think is better than the others, but he always played Robert Langdon really well. And like, yeah. when, if you read the yeah. books, I think it's very much like nailed on the case. Mm-hmm. But 
again taking on a big franchise like that but the knowing what's going to come as well because there was a lot of controversy with with the church the church condemning a lot of the movie in the book as well well i'm sorry but the church can go and fuck themselves <laughs> and yeah the only problem that i had with that movie was that fucking hairpiece what <laughs> what was that shit like mm-hmm. I love these. The, my mum absolutely adores the books and the movies. Can't get enough of them, and I, I'm with that. I think they're absolutely brilliant. Um, a big risk for him because mm-hmm. it is you're always going to have a divide when it comes down to this kind of thing. Um, but it's that hairpiece. Mm-hmm. Fuck were they thinking? <laughs> it was terrible. I don't Why think it was you his just choice. Have, like normal hair. But even XA was all because he was a Harvard uh, like. Um, scholar and stuff like that, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed, like I said, the Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons. I enjoyed, but I think I they like should have. I, sh- I think they should have kept the original. Like I would have loved to have seen him parachute out of a helicopter and like land into a lake. That would have been quite interesting to see. Was, uh, was there a third one to this? There's been a Inferno? few. Inferno came out as Inferno, well. Inferno. That's. I don't think I've, I've seen that one. You know, I've, I've not seen that. Hmm. The book's not great, but um, the film. It, it's always a difficult one to watch. I remember my mum trying to get us to read them, and I was like, no, I'll just mm-hmm. watch the movie. It's all right. But I know, I, I know we've talked yeah, a lot. I've not seen them. I know we've talked a lot about, like, say, a, a wide variety of his movies as well. Is there any that we've missed off that, like, that Green you guys... Mile. The Green Mile? Oh, yeah. Hmm? The Green Mile, one of his... Gr- gr- I just fucking love that film so much. It's considered <laughs> one of the greatest movies ever. It's, it's yeah. usually at the top. Like it's usually somewhere around mm-hmm. first or second with Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, like, especially when it comes to like lost. King's movies because they're very hit and miss. So that like, you can get it so right or so very wrong, and this one was so right. So controversial was Tom Hanks great in the Green Mile, or was everyone else like great? Because his role's not really that big. It's yeah. it's more quite straight laced. He's just playing like the prison officer, um, who like gets mm. fixed. But like say Michael Clark it's Duncan. Michael Clark, Clark Duncan's Duncan is, film. It's yeah. his movie, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you, you are there for him. But I do think that Tom Hanks has such a because his character has such a moral compass when it comes down to the people on the mile, and because yeah. of that, that kind of helps with his character because he's. You know, he's in he's in with the worst of the worst. These mm-hmm. men are here for a reason, but he still manages to hold a level of dignity with like for them mm-hmm. while they're in his company or in his house. Um I I'd I think his performance in this is absolutely outstanding because if you don't have him mm-hmm. and the way that he treats the inmates, you don't have the mm-hmm. you don't have the John Coffey. He could have, you know, John Coffey was a very scared man. Mm-hmm. And he could have been even, he could have just completely went into a corner. But because of how great Tom Hanks is, he brings him out. So you get to see the brilliance and the loveliness that is John Coffey. Mm-hmm. But you don't get that if you don't have the likes of Tom Hanks working there. See, because you like, yeah. like John Coffey, uh, Michael Clark Duncan, but then again, the comparison, Sam Rockwell's character is so oh, adherent and, and just vile in it as well. Um, like, I'm not saying that Tom Hanks does a bad performance, but I I do think he does get a bit lost when if you watch it back, like. But he, 
that's not saying it's a bad that's probably what mm-hmm. like say had to do for that role and how for that to work because if you got someone to try and stand out or be do anything different it probably wouldn't work but I no, say, I just, mm-hmm. yeah i just think you need not you, you are right he does he, but i think that's perfect for him mm-hmm. is to get lost to tr- but also be like just a, a center point kind of thing mm-hmm. rockwell's performance in this was absolutely sublime um when you realize what he's done when you when that when that finally hits you you're like fuck no mm-hmm. yeah. like that let's just turn this off right now because that it was her i cried my eyes out when i realized what he'd done and it's not you you, you see it happening before it happens mm-hmm. and how it all connects together um the death of delacroix mm-hmm. is one of the worst fucking horrific things mm-hmm. that Percy, the little dickhead, could have ever done. Hate that man. So yeah. glad he got fucked up by John in the worst <laughs> way possible. Um, yeah, Delacroix's death is mm-hmm. horrific. Yeah. One of the ones I wanted to mention as well, and it's probably not a big one for other people, but it's probably one that means a lot to me because of the original, the film that was based on um, like I say, it was the film I used to watch growing up with my mum and dad, and like I say, my grandparents and stuff. Uh, Saving Mr. Banks, um, like the story mm-hmm. of how um uh, Mary Poppins got made, and have like Tom Hanks playing Walt Disney, uh, yeah. not playing Walt Disney as this crazy nasty person that he probably was in real life, but as... yeah, it's like a nice version. <laughs> yeah, can um... I steal a Sammy fact in there on that on that subject? Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hanks is actually a distant cousin of Walt Disney. All right, did not know that. He's actually connected to a few people in in Hollywood and around there. I found a couple of his family connections while I was looking at things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a seventh cousin, once removed of George Clooney. All right, nepotism. Interesting. Um, there's obviously the Walt Disney connection, mm-hmm. and a third cousin, four times removed of Abraham Lincoln. All right, so, I can actually yeah. see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the eighth, I think eighth cousin of one. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. All right. Do you want to know? Do you want to know a fact? If you didn't watch the thing, um, monster podcast, Disney's last words were Kurt Russell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one. It's true, mm. and he's not cryogenically frozen. Well, at least his head's not. Isn't uh, he is buried in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh. Um, I love. I completely forgot about saving Mr. Banks. I watched it on my own. Don't know why, because I was hysterical mm. when I was watching this. I cried my eyes out. Um, and then I made Anth watch it. It's such a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have, do you know, what the, the, I, I love how they did it. Love it. But sometimes I like Hollywood to get their comeuppance mm-hmm. and to be like, you know, you, you in some way you're going to pay for what you've done because that woman got very mis- badly mm. treated. Mm-hmm. In her oh, experience yeah. through making Mary Poppins, she didn't even get invited to the fucking premiere, man. Mm-hmm. She, it, they were really poor with that. But I liked how they didn't have to be petty about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, 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 like the the you know her the Travis side of it didn't have to be petty. It's like you know, you all know, mm-hmm. but we'll just we we'll want to get her story out. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And when I realised it was her dad, she was saved. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so that was a good one. What about you guys? Is there any other ones that you guys want to mention? Lee's got a list. 
I could talk all night. Um, I, I, I do want to mention work. Apollo 13. Oh, right. God. I, I watched that yesterday. I hadn't seen that since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I watched it yesterday and fucking hell, that, that's one of the scariest things ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, some of you've covered loads of scary films with your Monsters podcast, but to just be chased by monsters, it's like you can be chased and you can get away or you can die or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you see it, be, it's there. Just to be stuck 200,000 miles away from yeah. Earth in pitch black in mm-hmm. a missile with no power, no oxygen, no yep. heat. That is mm-hmm. one of the scariest thoughts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can do something. You can, you've got the potential to do something about a monster chasing yeah. you. There is fuck all you can do in that situation. No, you space. pretty much got to just hold on to yeah. the seat of your pants and wonder what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. I went through, I tried my hardest for some reason. I would fall asleep all the time through an Apollo 13. Um, constantly keep falling asleep to where I was like no this time I need to what I need to see from start to finish I'm glad I did it's such a good movie um Tom Hanks is he plays Jim Lovell yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's and um Gary Sinise another movie yeah. with Gary Sinise in it who's brilliant um Kevin Bacon yeah yes. Kevin mm-hmm. and Bill Paxton and the great Bill Paxton's in it and Ed, um, Ed Harris as well I think yeah Ed uh, yeah Ed Harris mm-hmm. what a cast it's a brilliant cast, and yeah. I'm very fascinated by the Apollo uh, missions. So this was right up, but but again, if I could stay awake for it, um, <laughs> but yeah, I love this movie. That's a good one to talk about. It's not one of my favorite. I think it's a, a good telling. Um, I think everything in it, like special effects wise and storytelling, is 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 brilliant um i still think it was like one of the best space movies i've, I've seen till i saw uh gravity with sandra bullock and george Clooney. i thought that oh. was uh mesmerizing to see like different like, diff- like uh, the, the the survival aspect but with apollo 13 i know uh, <laughs> everyone's gonna go do i think it, i think that spoiler for me as well is you knew how it was going to end yeah. 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 There's no surprises in it. Yeah. There's no like with gravity, you're absolutely gravity is such a brilliant movie. Only one you can watch once. Mm-hmm. You can't go back and watch that a second no, time. You it doesn't just have can't. the same hit. No, it doesn't at all. And you you're kind of disappointed that you don't have that mm-hmm. same effect. Mm-hmm. Um but with Apollo thirteen, you are gonna know what the outcome is every time. Definitely. Now, I know there's probably other ones that we are going to mention. I don't know, Paige, is there anything that you want to talk about there? Um, I mean, they've all been mentioned, but um, I do think that um, Cloud Atlas was really good. Um, mm. It was kind of just, just the sheer... It's it, it To me, it almost seems like trying to put the, the actors that are in it, putting their kind of, like variety all across one movie of all the different characters that can play it's kind of putting tom hanks's history into one movie yeah just for the just for the variety Mm -hmm. oh i've never seen it before it's about 17 hours long it's it's, it's a long movie it's a long movie really um Mm. but it's kind of like um it's like stories from different parts of the world and across different timelines and you'll see the same names coming up because it's kind of like a, they're all interconnected with each other. And I think the only um, the only bad thing about it, well, the negative thing that comes across from it was the fact that it's Tom Hanks's biggest flop. Um, yeah, yeah, I I actually went to see it at the cinema, and um, I can 
I mean, I guess a lot of people just kind of didn't understand the concept, really. That's the only thing I could really think of. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the cast, um, the cast was, like, huge at the time because you've got, like, Halle Berry in it as well. Mm-hmm. And um, um, what's it called? Think Jim Broadbent? It, I think a lot of the story in it was a little bit more forward-thinking for a lot of people uh-huh. to understand. And if you for the general public to go in and see, oh, it's a Tom Hanks film, it's not the general. It's basically a, a mind fucking bender, yeah, like it's, going it's, through. Like, because half the time you don't even know what's going on until you get to the end type thing. So it's not a one that you can sit and switch your brain off for. No, but I haven't um, seen it. But I just the from the trailers, it looks like a sort of like Hawkman and Hawkgirl type of thing, where it's like star-crossed lovers keep getting reincarnated. Pretty kind of, but in but not at the same time. <laughs> it's it's like everything and anything, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting watch. But it's, I would, it's I would, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't say it's 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 one of those that I would give it a go at least once because it's interesting rather than like um. There's no guarantee that you'll enjoy it. I'm gonna. I'm really selling it now. <laughs> um, I was going to make a really inappropriate joke it's, there, but I stopped myself. So I'm being good. I'm being well. Visually, <laughs> yes, Lee. Visually, it's 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 beautiful it's it's wonderful and you know what it's kind of like um it has one of the scenes in it that i know he was doing it in self-defense but it's one of the for me it's a very gruesome scene for tom hanks to be in mm-hmm. which is where he's got the cannibal on the floor with the knife mm-hmm. oh well that's a reason for us not to watch it <laughs> <laughs> but yes right there um, one word yes um, no, I know there's been a few in the chat. Like Donna's been asking, "What do you think of this movie? What do you think of that movie?" I'm not going to talk about them, Donna. You know why? Because we'll probably come back with a Tom Hanks episode, and you're going to, and you're going to come on and talk about them yourself. So I'll yeah. force you, Donna. There. Um, <laughs> but the last one you mentioned, I actually really enjoy. Mm-hmm. What was Not the last one? Catch me if you can. Yeah, I think that's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I feel like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio outshines Tom Hanks in that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, it almost feels like a battle between the two of them. Who's going to outact who right now? And unfortunately, <laughs> sorry to say, Leonardo DiCaprio wins it on every occasion. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good movie, such a clever movie as well. But Donna's Donna's agreeing now. We've got him right, and she said, "Right, radio, radio. radio. Okay. That, yes. That's a sign. That's a sign. Deal, by the way, Donna. <laughs> so I thought that'll be out of it now. So I thought that'd be a nice way to like to wrap it up there. So yeah. uh, I know I always joke that uh, Lee and Sarah on the long one. But uh, I think it's a nice talk. I think we've got through a lot of things and left us a lot meat in the bone to revisit in the future as well. Because like, yeah, there's a lot of different things. Possibly oh, even absolutely. doing a top, top top five Tom Hanks, which you Lee could... can't come on because he's already did it. So <laughs> <laughs> You can just break down Tom Hanks. Like like we were sitting on the Gary Oldman one, you can break him down so much as well. Mm-hmm. And you can do the same for Tom Hanks too. It's been lovely having an episode where Sarah doesn't have to have a top five and everyone will wait so long before we get to her. Yeah, I was the only one. Yeah, I was the only one on the episode that didn't have a top five. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's brilliant. And also, you're not on a three and a half hour podcast with us. So, yay. Be careful, though. She's got twins. So, so yes. That's true. That is true. We can't have a pregnant lady be recording for like three and a half hours. She'd be nervous. I have been squirming quite a bit, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> You've done so well. It's fine. Um, so, yes, so that is our Tom Hanks uh, talk uh, about his movies. We've got Monsters Tomorrow with Sammy yep. and Dan talking about 
uh, the man behind the monster, which is Gary Oldman and all his different roles and but I love facets. Gary um, that's going to be very oh, interesting. Do you go off in many tangents? Do you keep it mm-hmm. on topic or do you go off on tangent? We actually keep it on topic. Um, I think we had to because there was so much that we wanted to cover. Um, mm-hmm. And we knew who we wanted to cover. That was the best part about it. We knew exactly who it is we were wanting to talk about. Um, but it it's probably the longest. I felt it was the longest one we did. And it got to the point where I was like, we're going to have to wrap this up soon. I think it was only 20 minutes longer than normal. So Oh, really? Talking. Oh, that's good then. I'm so. pleased because it did feel like we, we were sitting there going, shit, look at the time. Um. But there is, on the end of it, I did say that next week's episode was Hannibal Lecter. And I did say that is subject to change, and it has changed. Right. So, the next... so, you're fighting. <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll do the advertisement after tomorrow's episode, so don't worry. Yeah, um... please do, because, yes, I did say it in there, because we, we didn't have it confirmed or not what was happening, but we had to have an episode to say that was going to be next week, and mm. it has changed. You will all find out what the new episode is because we do have a very special guest on that one. Cool. Um, next Sunday's oh. episode is going to be interesting. It's our kickoff for Halloween season for what October. It? Um, it is Shark Week, so we're talking about shark. Oh, that's right. We're yes, talking about course. shark movies. <laughs> All the different uh, monsters that are sharks. We're going to go from megalodons to jaws. Uh, yum, yum. Might even see uh, Samuel Jackson get munched on, which was was hilarious. Um, so yes, we that are. Sound right. <laughs> it always sounds right. Samuel Jackson deserves to get munched on. Um, oh, I didn't even think of it that way until you left. <laughs> yes, and um, I believe Graham is doing trekking this Friday. Um, mm-hmm. So without goodwill, so we are missing, uh, like say, our, our commander in chief. Uh, he's still away, t- sending mm-hmm. us pictures of himself on the Golden Bridge. Uh, so quite goodwill's just gone to Risa. Gone to Risa. That's a Star. No, he's gone to Risa. It's a Star Trek reference. It's fine. All right, it's fine. I was going to. Oh, Risa, I thought so... he was like he's. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's like what's happened to him? I was making a Star Trek joke. <laughs> It's fine. We'll... Completely lost in this room. <laughs> it's fine. Um, we'll probably try and like throw in a few movie reviews and stuff. I know um, we've got ideas to get a few people on to talk about the Terrifier and try and convince me and Sammy that it's a good movie. So that's going to be interesting if we can get that arranged. Um, but mm-hmm. yes, uh, we have got a full month of horror planned uh like say in the next few weeks so hopefully it's going to be full on you're not just going to have monsters you're going to have this side as well it's just Mm -hmm. going to be full on fucking horror fest and ghosties and spookies and ghoulies i might even change the logo i might even change the logo to horror up north just for this month so yeah (laughs) so it's going to be interesting and then we're leading leading up to the 24-hour live stream yes as well yes that's going to be interesting see if we still like each other after that something friendships (laughs) are going to be tested bonds are going to be tested we'll just see we'll see where this lands <laughs> certainly but yeah so thank you sarah thank you lee for yes, joining us i uh, hope you've had fun there lots lots of yep lots, lots of, of lots of fun and, <laughs> and of lee fun. and lee streams as well so please follow lee on twitch it's what's it called nerdy lee nerdy lee nerdy lee i can't believe lee even uses the nerdy and i don't <laughs> fucking hell nerdy <laughs> lee get that changed nerdy lee but uh daddy discord or daddy poo as he is now known as 
Um, daddy, <laughs> I need to get back on the Discord daddy chat. Poo. I feel like I'm missing out on stuff. I don't know inside <laughs> jokes anymore. Yes, that's always outside, but yes. Uh, so thank you, everyone, in the chat that stuck thank by you. us, and I hope you enjoyed that as well. Uh, thank you, Beth. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Jess. Uh, thank you, Chris. Yes. Hi, Molly. Uh, hi, Bex. <laughs> I've got Wagamama's <laughs> plan soon as well. Don't worry, Bex. Um, but yes, uh, same bad time, same bad channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.